This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 681 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com, delivering the whole universe of equestrian shopping right to your door. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Dressage Radio Show, episode 162. Sarah Geeky from the New England Dressage Association provides some fantastic advice for improving your riding skills, even though you don't take lessons as often as you'd like. And we'll get to that tip right after this message from EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Glenn, back with you from the Horse Radio Network. I'm here with Debbie with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. You know, I want to ask all of our listeners, doesn't it just make you crazy when your spray bottle just doesn't work? It either leaks or it breaks and you're squishing that thing and nothing comes out and you can't get underneath your horse. Well, I have the perfect product. It's the Kelly Just Anyway Spray Bottle Nozzle. For less than $2 and a half, we send you this spray bottle nozzle. You can put it in any spray bottle, you know, of the normal size that you use for your, for your fly spray and stuff. And you can go underneath the horse. It works upside down. It works and it doesn't leak? It doesn't leak, and, oh, you know, it doesn't break. It, these things, I am always throwing them out and getting new ones in, and these are really, really good. We completely, you, we use them here, and we just think they're great. Um, the, it's a nine-inch little hose there, but you can cut that off if you need, if you have a shorter bottle, so, you know, you can, it works in several other types of bottles. And for $2 and a half, it would make the perfect little gift for somebody at your barn that's having a birthday or, you know, for a stocking stuffer as the holidays approach, it's just, and they're in stock too. So get them while they're hot. Well, I, and it doesn't leak, right? It doesn't leak. <laughs> because that's the worst thing. You're in there spraying, you turn the bottle over to get the bottom of the horse, and it leaks all over your hands. And then you got to wash your hands. you got fly spray all over you. It, it's just, you know, it's one of those things we all have to deal with as horse people that, that I didn't know there was a solution for. So now there's a solution for less than two and a half bucks. You might as well buy 10 of them and replace all your bottles. Well, that's exactly right. And you can go on our website, www.equestriancollections.com, and just search for Just Anyway Spray Bottle, and it'll come right up for you. Terrific. Equestriancollections.com. Thanks, Glenn. And now, enjoy today's tip. And now we're here, a trainer tip from Sarah Geeky, a very famous FEI instructor throughout the United States. Hi, Sarah. How are you this evening? Great. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I'm, I feel very honored to be here, um, able to offer this month's NIDA training tip. And um, I would like to talk a little bit about training st- strategies for people that... Uh, work a lot on their own at home and have intermittent help with their trainers and their teachers. So I have, I have, I have a list of, of ideas for people to think about and consider uh, for possible ways to help improve uh, their training and the outcome that they want. Perfect. Well, how do we get started? Okay. All right. Great. 
Well, uh, training strategies, we all, we all would love to have less in a day, myself included, but the reality of life oftentimes means that that's not possible. So when we're home working and schooling our horses, we, I find we have to come up with some sort of discipline, mental discipline and focus for ourselves that keeps us motivated and can keep us on track. And so my first suggestion and what I do is I have written down goals. And it's been proven that if we have a goal and we write it down, we have a 90% chance more of achieving it than if we just say it in our head. So have a goal and write it down. And the goals that we have, they should be achievable. They should be something that we and our horse can do, but it should be a stretch. It shouldn't be easy. We should have to get out of our comfort zone in order to accomplish it. And it should be an action goal. An action goal is something that, say, for instance, you're schooling your horse third level or second, third level, and you're working on the flying changes, and say an action goal for you could be that in by October, beginning of October, you'd like to have your flying, single flying changes confirmed. That would be an example of an action, action goal as compared to a goal, an outcome goal, which is something like, well, I want to go to regionals and I want to win second level. I mean, there's too many variables involved in that sort of outcome goal that we have no control over, but we can control our training and what we do every day. So that's my first suggestion. That's a good idea. Um, do you think it's good to talk to your trainer, like if you see one at all, about making those goals so that you have a realistic idea about where to go with that? Absolutely. That's a very, very good point. And what I do, and I know many of my colleagues do, is we have goal sheets and we have our students fill them out um, at the beginning of the year and have pointed questions on it. And they fill it out and I read it and then we discuss it. And I cannot tell you the number of times I've been shocked uh, in either positive ways or negative ways when I read what they've written. So it's a very very useful tool. Um, on that same note, there is another tool uh, uh, now available. There's uh, several of these online journaling sites, uh, one of which I, I work uh, with and I'm, I'm getting more involved in is this Unbridled Rider. Uh, I know there's several other that are equally good, but the basic premise is people write, write journals online after their lesson. And it's a, a template that's already there, so it's easy to do. But then it's shared between online between the instructor and the student. Um, and it has the same benefit, that it really makes sure that everything is clear. We can check that there's no miscommunication and that they're on the same page with us and the page we want them to be on. So it's a fabulous tool. And there are other very, very similar sites out there that are, that are equally as fantastic. I'm just, I don't know those so well. That's, I didn't even, honestly, say I know that those existed. So that's a great tip. Um, what is, what's your next goal or, or tip for us? All right, my next, my next suggestion is to find an instructor that's not only qualified, but one that fits with you and your horse. Because those of us that have trained horses for the FBI levels, we know that it's, it has to be a match of the right rider with the right horse with the right trainer. And if one of those is off, it's not going to work. And um, top trainers in the world will say that it is 75% training. 
you can get the most fabulous horse in the world, but it's in the end, it's what you do with the training. Uh, so uh, that's my second suggestion. It's find someone who's qualified and you can Google everybody now and you can find who's certified and not and find who has the right education, but also that's the right one for you. So. Yeah, I, I try and tell people that, you know, a person who isn't right for you isn't necessarily a bad trainer. Just everybody yep. has their preferred way to learn and, and clicks with a certain with a certain person. And, uh, Absol- and Absolutely. And personalities are very important. You know, I know I find that I work personally with myself with certain personalities. Uh, I work best with other personalities I don't work best with. And that's I think that's true with everybody. So... Um, that's a very important quality. Yeah. So what's the next tip? My next tip is um, for riders to, to start to practice what I call self-assessment. And this is something that requires being honest with yourself, for starters. And that's hard to do. Uh, but those riders that have goals and want to improve, whether it's horse show goals or whether it's just training goals or personal goals, you, you have to take a hardcore, honest look at yourself and your horse and be able to determine, where am I? What, what level am I really confidently at and what level is my horse? Um, that's the first step in self-assessment. And so if we look at the rider and we look at his strong and weak points, um, we look at your temperament. You know, what are, are are you brave? Are you timid? Are you shy? Are you uh, do you freeze in, in uh, stressful situations? Are you a positive rider? Are you a negative rider? All those kinds of things. And then you look at your physical talents. Um, and what I like to encourage people to do is when they're assessing themselves as well as their horses to use the training scale, the pyramid of training, as a guide. Um, which we know starts with rhythm. You know, does the rider have a sense of rhythm with the horse, a feel for the horse? Are we supple and relaxed? Are, are we connected with our core to the horse? Are, are we able to actively produce energy within ourselves to, to activate the horse? And so on. And those, that same training scale, of course, is what we use to evaluate the horse's strong and weak points. And when we look at evaluating the horse, again, you have to say, where is my horse really at? What can he do really well and really confidently? Right? And that's your base point. And um, even for those riders that aren't interested in showing, uh, it is still an invaluable tool to use the dressage test as a guide and a measure for what you know where your horse is in the training. The dressage tests have been developed so that they're very progressive and systematic in terms of um, in, in introducing exercises and bringing the horse along through the levels from training level up to FEI level. So that, that in itself can be very helpful. And look at the test. I mean, the tests um, have so many incredibly well-written directives now for what is required for each movement. Um, and when I judge, sometimes I come away from the show and um, I think, particularly at the lower levels, I'm sorry to say, you wonder if these writers have ever read what is required of those movements because the way they're doing it is so far from what the standard is. 
Um, and those, those directives are, I honestly, I really learned how important those are when I did the learner judges program at, through USDS. And they really, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying with judging, as riders and trainers and uh, just horsemen, we all need to read those and, and take time. And a lot of the information that you're talking about, Sarah, we can find it at uh, USDF, United States Dressage Federation? Yes, yes. Online, um, they have, uh, what's it called? That on- They have the online learning now um, through USDF. And there's a certain name, but I'm sorry, I'm blanking out. <laughs> it's called, I think it's called E-Track. Yes, and, and it's you. free for members. I, I, I'm not sure if it's, it's free for people that are not members, but if you're a member of USDF, it's a free source where you can get some very valuable information. Yes, I know through our, through our instructor trainer program, we are developing questions for the different areas and the different levels where riders and people can go on and take the test and get the answers and at least see where they stand. So that's an excellent, excellent tool to also use. Uh, well, Sarah, you gave us some wonderful tips for the evening. Thank you so much. I know that um, all the riders uh, will, and, and trainers and, and people that need help on a daily basis, these are some fabulous tips that will help us a lot. Well, there you go. You can tune in to the Dressage Radio Show every week at dressageradio.com for a weekly fix of Reese and Phillips' enjoyably enlightening dressage banter. You can also find lots more tips about becoming a better rider at horsetipdaily.com. Just go to the Topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast was brought to you by equestriancollections.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.